Punky peeps, Angela Bowen here, the host of Punky Power, an unofficial Punky Brewster podcast. Well, today, as I'm continuing my coverage through season one of the new Punky Brewster from 2021, which dropped uh, in February of 2021 on the Peacock channel. Today, I'm going to be discussing season one, episode five, entitled Looking for Love and a Hat which aired February 25th, 2021. In this episode, Punky dates a rocker, upsetting Travis. Izzy loses her cap. Cherry has a yard sale for Fenster Hall. So it looks like we got three things kind of going on at once. I honestly am kind of tired of seeing Punky date. I know we just got this in like episode three, but I'm, like, kind of over it. It's like, nah, I like her with Travis. I really think they need to get back together, but that's just me. All right, this episode's got 8.2 out of 10, based on 59 ratings. We got, let's see if we have any new, we have Troy Garrity as Jesse. I'm guessing that maybe might be the guy that Punky goes with. We have Pamela Roberts as Connie. We got Nathan Streifel as Sweater Customer. We have Danielle Juliet Ma as Customer. We have Seth Archuleta as Bartender. Steve Bertrand as Guitarist. Joey Clement as Bassist. And Nate Morton as Drummer. This episode was directed by Jody Margolin Hahn. Writers Jim Armand, I'm sorry. I cannot talk to save my life here. Jim and Steve, Armagida. I'm sorry, I mispronounced. Uh, written by Jordan Black. Of course, we give credit to the creator of the original Punky Brewster, David W. Duclan. We have Francesca Gellies and Jacqueline Gellies. We have Eugene Garcia Cross and Mano Adjapoian. Uh, see, I I feel horrible for mis- I know I'm mispronouncing pretty much all of their names. So let's see. You know what? Let's just jump right into the episode. I don't believe there's any trivia because, honestly, there is hardly ever any trivia when it comes to the... No, there is not. Oh, there's a goof. When incorrectly regarded as goofs. Oh, okay. Well, apparently this is not a goof, but it's under goofs. When Travis is playing his guitar, he holds it backward. This is incorrectly regarded as a goof. Travis holds the guitar backwards because Freddie Prince Jr. is left-handed. Yeah, so it's not a goof. Of course, before I officially get into the podcast, I want to let any of you who are new to the podcast, who are just listening, if you haven't yet, I did cover all four seasons of the original, the OG Punky Brewster, back in 2017 to 2018. 18. So if you want to listen to those, just go to SoundCloud or iTunes. 
Also, the podcast does have an email address. It's punkypowerpbpodcast at gmail.com. And a Facebook page. Just type in Punky Brewster Podcast. The Punky Power Podcast page will pop up. There you'll find out. I'm pretty much going in chronological order uh, of episodes of the new show monthly until it wraps up in May of 2023 for Mother's Day with episode 10 entitled Mother's Day. All right, now, without further ado, now let's get into Looking for Love and a Hat, episode five. All right, so we, of course, have the cold open, and (laughs) this is an adorable scene. I really think it's cute. We have Diego and Izzy and Daniel sitting on the couch. Diego's in the middle, he's got a bowl of salsa, and Daniel and Izzy are dipping chips in the bowl. And Daniel gets on Izzy for double dipping her chip. And she says, we're eating salsa off of his stomach, where's the line? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just so cute. And Diego tells Daniel, I'm not double dipping. I'm trying to find the gum I dropped in there. Ew! Oh, that is gross! Ugh. And Daniel says, that there, that that's the line. And Punky and Hannah are bringing a giant cardboard box. And she's asking the kids, like, hey, we're gathering stuff for Fenster Hall's garage sale, yard sale. Of course, Punky sees the salsa, and she goes, like, oh, belly sauce salsa. She puts a chip in, and then she's like, mm, that's gum, isn't it? And she blows a bubble. <laughs> Stop double dipping. We're eating salsa off his belly. Where's the line? I am not double dipping. I'm trying to find the gum I dropped in there. That, that's the line. Come on, guys, we're gathering stuff. Hannah kind of takes over and says, you know, fine, I'll be the adult in the room. We're gathering stuff for the rummage sale for Fenster Hall. And Hannah tells Diego that he's going to be helping. They're all going to be helping by donating stuff. Like, go get your stuff that you don't use anymore. Or that's just collecting dust somewhere in your closet. And, well, probably not that, but uh, just stuff that you don't use anymore. And Diego's complaining about the fact that, like, why do I need to give anything away? I got all my clothes broken in with my signature scent. And Izzy says, that's B.O. Oh, good golly. Punky tells Diego, this is for a good cause. Punky also tells Diego, like, if you don't help out, you're going to be... Yeah, uh, oh, she says it's for a good cause. And Hannah says, if you don't help out, you'll be grounded. So my guess is Hannah tried to opt out of it and was told she'd be grounded if she didn't pitch in. And Izzy, of course, says, you know, I'd like to help, but I really don't have much to donate. And Punky tells her, well, it's a thought that counts. And Izzy says, oh, does that work for my homework? I'm thinking, it feels like this is, I mean, we know that she goes to school, but it's just... 
other than this being the only other reference that she goes to school. I don't know. I just, again, I say it just feels like this time around my second viewing of Punky Brewster. However, I still, I, I love it still, but there's a lot more. It's just that I'm seeing that, I don't know. I was just thinking about that yesterday about, you know, as I'm going through covering these episodes again for the podcast, I don't want to harp on it too much because I do love that they rebooted it and everything, and it's a cute show, but I just kind of wish we could have had more focus on Izzy than we got during the first season. Unless maybe that would have been for the second season, they would have focused more on her. Because it just seems with the three other kids, and, and, you know, Punky's dating slash love life. You got to try to fit everything in there. They only had 10 episodes. You had to try to fit all of that in there. It just seems like there's too many people with... There's just so many things going on that they really could not focus too much on Izzy. We got bits and snippets of... About her mom and how her, you know, she, when she lived with her mom and everything like that. And in this episode, we're going to hopefully hear a little more about Izzy's, Izzy's dad. But we don't know if the kid has, we don't know if Izzy has friends. I'm sure she does, but we don't hear about it. It's just, with Punky Brewster, it was solely centered on Punky and her friends. Now that it's Punky Brewster, the reboot, you're focusing on Punky Brewster, and her life is a single mom and a divorcee and dating again. Her three kids, you got to focus on them. And then you have Izzy kind of off to the side where they'll bring her in along with it if it's anything going on with the family and stuff. And she's included in that. But it just, I don't know. I just feel for a show that brought this kid on and it's supposed to be this connection between her and Punky. You just... Unless it's just with her and the kids and Punky, we don't get a... I, I'm just going to continue with this episode. I don't want to talk about this anymore because I feel like it's dragging the episode down by doing that. So Daniel comes out with a cardboard box and Punky's surprised like, wow, Diego, you got... What the dance Why <laughs> we have two characters with a, a name that starts with a D? See, I'm getting confused. Daniel comes out with a box that has Diego stuff in there, even though he doesn't say that yet. And Punky, it's like, wow, Daniel, you got all your stuff together already. He's like, oh no, 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 this is Diego's. I've been planning this for a very long time. And Diego hops off the couch. He's like, oh, give me that. And then he starts going through all of of his stuff that's probably just been sitting around. I like how Punky takes a whiff of that box and those clothes in there. She's like, stale chips and Mountain Dew. It's like I'm smelling your soul. <laughs> uh, and we just see just how hard it is to give stuff up. Fine. I'll be the adult in the room. <laughs> Gathering things up for a rummage sale for Fenster Hall. It's fun for you. It's fun for you, too, because you're going to help us. Come on, Aunt Sherry needs our help. Gather some stuff to donate. On it, Mom. Why do I have to donate anything? I finally got all my clothes broken in with my signature set. That's just B.O. It's for a great cause, and it makes you a better person. And if you don't, you'll be grounded. 
I'd listen to her. She already cut off my allowance. I want to help too, but I don't have much to donate. It's the thought that counts, honey. Does that work for my homework? No. Daniel, you already got all your stuff together? No, this is Diego's. I've been planning this for years. Hey, give me that. Ugh, stale chips and Mountain Dew. It's like I'm smelling your soul. <laughs> All right, so we come out of the intro, we are in the kitchen, and Punky is telling Daniel, who's got three piles of clothes on the kitchen table, she tells him, Daniel, you only need one pile. And he's like, oh, no, 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 I'm just sorting them into categories. So he says to one pile, these are so last year. Those are all on the cusp. <laughs> and these ones here are trying way too hard. <laughs> Hannah comes into the kitchen with an a armload of clothes. They're not folded. They're just drug up from the dregs of her room. Um, <laughs> and Punky notices one shirt still has a tang on, tag on it. And Hannah says, Mom, please, I would never wear this. Because Punky is wearing the exact same shirt. What did, did she think they were going to go out mother-daughter wearing identical shirts? I, 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 I don't think that Hannah's about that. I really don't. She wants her own identity outside of her mom. Like, we're not wearing matching shirts. No. Of course, Hannah doesn't want to hurt her mother's feelings, so she says, oh, because I, she says, I would never wear this. And Bunky just gets a sad look on her face. And Hannah says, because I could never pull it off as well as you. I mean, yeah, I mean, with Punky's style and her, I mean, her style as an adult, she definitely rocks that shirt. But with Hannah, it just, I don't know. I don't think that is Hannah's jam, really. Well, it looks good on one person. It just, I don't know. It just, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it that. I don't know anything about fashion. I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to clothes. Most of my shirts are all pretty much graphic tees. Izzy comes into the kitchen and she pulls a handmade turkey off the refrigerator. She says, here's my contribution, and she hands it to Punky. And Punky says, but this is the handmade turkey you made me. And she says, Punky says, I say hi to him every time I get a snack. Aww. Izzy says, uh, he is a she and is going to bring in the big bucks. Really? And Punky says, oh, miss, I mean her. And Izzy looks at Punky and asks, you're not so good at this giving away stuff, are you? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I am the same way when it comes to holding on to stuff. I mean, I have a drawer full of like, oh my god. But then I look at it and I'm like, do I really need this? But then my mind will like, but you should hold on to it for this reason. Because sometimes they'll be like, I'll be like, now why would I have gotten rid of that? I have to have it around and odds are I probably did get rid of it. <laughs> oh, it's such a pain. Funky, upon closer inspection of this picture, says, oh, now I see it. She's wearing a bra. The turkey that Handprint turkey is wearing a bra. Adorable. We don't say it. You only need one pile. I'm separating them by category. These are so last year. Those are on the cusp. And these are trying way too hard. <laughs> Hannah, you got 
quite a load there. Honey, this still has a tag on it. Sorry, Mom, I would legit never wear something like this. Because I could never pull it off as well as you. Here's my contribution for the sale. But this is the hand turkey you made me. I say hi to him every time I get a snack. Uh, he's a she. Ed is going to bring him the big bucks. I'll miss him. I mean, her. You're not so good at this giving away stuff, are you? Well, now I see it. She's wearing a bra. So we go into the second plot here, which is punky photography taking photos for a... It's a photography shoot for a CD, I guess, or for basically for this band. And I'm going to brush over this a little bit. I'm just going to play the clip. I really, I don't really have an interest in Punky's dating life. I, I really, really don't feel like if we could have just not had this, we could add more stuff with the kids and the donation sale, or even with Cherry and her, her girlfriend. But this here with Punky and this musician, I have no interest in whatsoever. Just play the clip and kind of brush past it. You guys look amazing. Okay, let's get singles starting with you, Jesse. Oh, uh, maybe we could skip my singles. I'm not much of a photo shoot guy. Come on, you're doing great. Check it out. Those look really good. I knew that our label picked the right photographer. You're really talented. Thanks. So are you. I love your song, Love Spiral. I played it so much that I wore out my CD. <laughs> well, maybe I could sign it, and you could sell it on the internet for upwards of four bucks. Oh, can't do that. I'm using it as a coaster. <laughs> Unless there's another punky, I once played a benefit with your husband, Travis. He's amazing on guitar. We're divorced. Not so amazing on marriage. Oh, uh, sorry to hear that. Actually... I'm not. <laughs> uh, how about you sit down and give me your uh, not a photo shoot guy face? You <laughs> mean uh, just like my face? <laughs> okay, now run your fingers through your hair and give me your sexy rock star look. Like this? Does that look good? Speaking professionally? Yeah. <laughs> the description punky dates a rock star or is dating around it just it implies like she's to me dating someone means you're like on the regular like you're seeing someone dates is more like you go out on a date but anyway, just to kind of sum up that plot, of course, although I do believe we get one more scene with this uh, Jesse musician, he mentions Punky's husband, Travis. Like, oh, are you the same Punky that's married to Travis? He's amazing on guitar. And then she has 
Jesse posed for, I don't know whether it was supposed to be an album cover or just an article in a magazine. I don't know. But <laughs> it seems like he's kind of flirting with her, which he probably is. So, all right, let's, that's basically the gist of that. She, he doesn't ask her out. She doesn't ask him out. I think that may be coming up. But now let's get to Fenster Hall. Gosh, this, I think, I swear, this is like the only other time other than the pilot that we see Fenster Hall. And wow, Fenster Hall looks great. It got a color makeover with the paints. It's looking good. Not so drab, 1980s drab. <laughs> looks really good. Looks really good. We got tables set up with a lot of people's you know, stuff that they're bringing in that they're not using anymore. So that's pretty cool. They got, a, like, a bunch of tables. So, And Punky tells Cherry, like, Cherry, you are killing it with this. This is amazing. Look at all the stuff you were able to bring in. And Punky tells Cherry, this year's rummage sale is bigger than last year's. Um. Also, this brings to mind... <laughs> that episode from, I believe it was season four, A Nun Story, where Henry's aunt something or other, her ashes that are in an urn get donated, supposedly, to a rummage sale for a church. I, I'm trying to remember, and Punky and Sherry have to go to this, I don't know whether it's a church or a convent. <laughs> trying to get it back. And they're like, Punky's like on a cherry shoulders as a nun dressed up in a nun's habit and everything. And it's just really, it's, it's funny. It's cute. And Cherry says, thank you so much. You and the kids for helping me out. This really means a lot to me. And Punky tells Cherry's like, Fenster Hall really has turned a corner since you took over. And I appreciate that. Yeah, that's right. Punky and Fenster Hall, they got a history. So we go over to Hannah and Izzy, and Izzy sees Punky and Cherry hugging. It's like, what's with all the gushy hugs? And Hannah says, it's a BFF thing. <laughs> like Izzy here, she turns to Hannah and says, all right, bring it in, sister. Aw, hugs. Thanks. I really appreciate you and the kids helping me out. You've really turned this place around since you took over, and I appreciate that. Mutual appreciation! <laughs> What's with all the gushy hugs? It's a BFF thing. All right. Ring it in, sister. <laughs> this is... Daniel, is this what you... Because we know that Diego didn't take his own stuff. Daniel had a box of his stuff. Why would you... A shirt with a ketchup stain. Or, excuse, oh, excuse me. According to Diego, salsa. The lady, this lady was going to buy that shirt. She must have thought it was artistic. That's my only guess. Because she asked, oh, how much for the shirt with the ketchup stain? And Diego says... If you can't tell the difference between ketchup and salsa, this shirt isn't for you. And he pulls it on over his head. 
uh, that shirt should either be washed with a stain solution or thrown, used as a rag, thrown in the trash. You don't take it to a rummage sale. I get it. It's a quote-unquote rummage sale. But come on, have some dick, have something, have sense, like, I, I don't know. The goal is you're trying to raise money, right? Why would someone pay money for something that's broken um, or got a stain on it? So, yes, yeah, so again, Diego is having a hard time parting with this stuff. As Daniel tells him, like, we're supposed to be selling, giving away this stuff for charity. Selling it for charity. And Diego says, yeah, and I will. And then this lady's got Diego's shorts that I guess he was going to donate. Well, I think Daniel, it's from that box that Daniel found him. Diego's clothes. He's like, oh, I will, except for these shorts. Rips them out of the lady's hand and says, sorry, ma'am, these are the only shorts I can dunk in. As he puts them, that, that's right, he keeps putting on so many items of clothing. I remember. Oh, my goodness. Daniel says, you can't dunk? And Diego says, yet. And when I do, I want to be wearing these. He's just using excuses to keep his stuff. This lady is still going through this pile that is basically all Diego's clothing that Daniel got from the bedroom. Stale chips and Mountain Dew. Apparently that lady does not care that it's those clothes smell like stale chips and Mountain Dew. Like, I'll take every god let's lady, move along. Move along. Why do you want a teenage boy's clothes exactly? Unless she has a teenage boy. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. So now we cut across the room to Izzy and Hannah. And Izzy slipped around saying, Oh, still same old Fenster Hall. Oh, they still installed a new security system. You know, that's partly because of me. <laughs> I'd like to think, of course, that's because of me. It is totally because of Izzy. Just up and running off. So... Hannah asks Izzy, like, oh, do you want to introduce us to your friends? And Izzy says, oh, I don't recognize any of these noobs. <laughs> Must make me an old-timer then, since I've been around here so long. Let me show you around. As Izzy and Hannah pass Diego, he turns out, like, I'll just stay here and protect, I mean, sell my stuff. He's not selling any of that. There's a lot of stuffed animals here, I notice, on the tables, which... You know, it's mainly, you know, money being raised to help the kids in Fenster Hall. So, you know, I really wish we had gotten uh, Mike Fulton name drop here, but unfortunately. I mean, we are in Fenster Hall. It would have been nice to hear, like, maybe Cherry had worked alongside Mike and kind of took uh, over for him after he had left. Or something to that effect. I don't know. Or maybe the place was named after, like, oh, this is the Mike Fulton Dining Hall or something like that. Or the Mike Fulton Activity Room or Rec Room or whatever. We don't get that. Daniel takes one of those pricing guns and marks Diego's sweater 
turns around and says, oh, there's a sale on this guy here. Oh, my gosh. You mean his shirt? <laughs> oh, my God. Diego is wearing four layers. There are three shirts and a sweater-ish on, on him. Oh, my gosh. You think he would be roasting? No, that comes later when he's going to be roasting and all. He's going to put on umpteen more layers. So as he's taking Hannah on a tour, as she says, oh, that's the study area. This is where someone dared me to eat 20 tacos. And sort of walking around the tables. Oh, and that right there, that's where I threw up the 20 tacos that I ate. How could that little french fry of a kid eat 20 tacos? I don't know. This is, oh, I don't need to see it. Thank you. Izzy points out Connie and <laughs> tells Hannah, oh, this kid's been here forever. Hannah, and then she says, Connie, with that sourpuss, nobody's going to adopt you. And Connie says, I work here. Izzy says, keep the faith, Connie. <laughs> How much for the shirt with the ketchup stain? If you can't tell the difference between ketchup and salsa, this shirt isn't for you. <laughs> You do know we're supposed to be selling our clothes for charity. I know that, and I will. Except for these shorts. <laughs> Sorry, ma'am, but these are the only shorts I can dunk in. You can't dunk yet, but when I can, I want to be wearing these. And that sweater. Still the same old fenster hall. New security <laughs> system. I take credit for that. Do you want to introduce us to your friends? I don't recognize any of these noobs. Which I guess makes me the old-timer. Let me show you around. I'll just wait here and protect Cell, my stuff. Cell on this guy! That's a study area. That's where somebody double dared me to eat 20 tacos. And that's where I threw off 20 tacos. Don't need to see it. This is Connie. This kid's been here forever. Little tip, Connie. With that sour fuss, nobody's gonna adopt you. I work here. Keep the face, Connie. So I'm not going to waste too much time on this scene, honestly. It's just Punky showing cherry pictures of this musician named Jessie whose picture she was taking. And Cherry telling Punky she has a type. And also, yeah, because the guy's name is Jessie. Oh, like, you're Jessie's girl, like the song. And then Punky tells Cherry about Jessie inviting her to a private show or something to that effect. And Cherry tells Punky, you have a type. Really? Another musician? <laughs> and Punky understands, like, yeah, why can't I be uh, attracted to, like, a dentist or an accountant? That's why you don't see any groupies hanging out at H&R Block. Uh, I just, like I said, I, I really don't care about this second plot. It has I have no interest in it, and I don't want to spend any time on it. See, and what can I say? He smells good. Not like cologne, but like laundry. Like like sexy, sexy, sexy laundry. <laughs> you like the way he smells already? I know where this is going. Straight to Punky Town. <laughs> I'm just flirting, but it's fun. And his name is Jesse. Come on, like the song, Jesse's Girl. You're Jesse's girl. Not yet, but he did invite me to a private show that they're having tonight. Will you come? I'm so in. But another musician? 
I know. Why can't I be attracted to a dentist or an accountant? I guess there's a reason why groupies don't hang out at H&R Block. <laughs> Face it, Punky. You've got a type. You cannot resist a soulful troubadour with a tight butt. So Hannah and Nancy come over to Diego, who is... How many layers? Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. He's got seven later layers, and that includes a zip-up jacket and a winter coat. And Hannah tells Diego, this is a fundraiser to help Fenster Hall. Sell your crap. Seriously. And Diego says, I'm having a hard time letting go. Izzy takes over here and says, you know what, leave it to me. I Selling is my specialty. Punky, Punky, Izzy turns to this guy and says, excuse me, sir, what do I have to do to get you into this sweater today? And he takes it and he's like, hmm, okay. And then <laughs> I love what she does with this lady. She says, hi, ma'am, I usually don't do this, but if you buy this sock, I'll throw in the other for free. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <sighs> She's got a gift, Izzy does. Izzy goes back over to the guy who she gave the sweater to and says, oh, I don't want to rush you, but that guy over there with the pile of clothes has his eye on this sweater, too. We go back over to Diego and Daniel, and Diego says, Daniel, come on, be cool. And Daniel says, no, I'm not going to help you go to the bathroom. Stop asking. How many pairs of pants does this kid have on, too? My goodness. It's like Daniel raided Diego's laundry hamper and just said, okay, here's the donation. Have at it. So Izzy makes a sale on the sweater. Like, all right, time's running out. Are you going to get the sweater, aren't you? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And then Izzy says, oh, Hannah will ring you up. And Hannah goes over and says, all right, the shirt's $5. The sweater is five dollars. The guy says, "I'll give you two. Uh, no, that's not how we work. <laughs> I mean, my guy, guy, you were at a rummage. It's basically like a rummage sale where all the stuff there is used anyway. So what does it really matter? Just pay. It's for charity. You're helping out the children of Fenster Hall. He steps back and look. I got this. Don't worry." Oh, guilt works every time. Izzy says, oh, yeah, we can do two bucks. Just point out which one of these kids won't eat tonight. <laughs> oh, kid, she is cold. Oh, he goes on battery. He's like, uh, here's a ten. I'd be like, pleasure doing business with you. Hannah says, after the guy leaves, wow, Izzy, you have a gift. And Izzy says, yeah, comes from living here. Knows her way around the system, around Fenster Hall, and how to work with people. That's a that's a gift in itself. Yeah, Izzy looks at him and says, oh, if you don't know who the sucker is, it's you. Seriously? This is a fundraiser for a group home. I'm having a hard time letting go. Sell. Your. Crap. Leave it to me. Selling is my specialty. Excuse me, sir. What do I have to do to get you into this sweater today? Hmm. Didn't fit him. Hello, nice lady. If you buy this sock, I usually don't do this, but I'll throw on the other for free. Don't want to rush you, but 
that walking pile of clothes over there has his eye on this sweater, too. Come on, Daniel. Be cool. No, I won't help you go to the bathroom. Stop asking. Okay, I'll take it. Excellent choice. My associate Hannah worrying you up. Okay, that'll be five dollars. <laughs> I'll give you two. But the sweater is five. Two bucks or no deal. Allow me. Okay, we can do two bucks. Just point out which one of these kids won't eat tonight. Here's a ten. <laughs> oh, wow, you have a gift. Comes from living here. If you don't know who the sucker is, it's you. Hey, check these out. They're from my photo shoot the other day. I don't know, Mom. It looks like trouble. He's holding a guitar. I know. So hot. How about dating a guy who's holding his own health insurance plan? Not as hot. Friendly reminder, the last time you were with a musician, it was the 90s, and you thought acid-washed jeans looked cool. Make better choices. Okay, but would it kill you to say he's cute? He's cute. Donations for the sale. Great, but it was earlier today. You missed it. Good. I wasn't ready to part with this stuff. These clothes tell the story of my life. Pretty embarrassing chapter. Ooh, is this vintage? Can I have it? Yeah, sure. A lot of good memories in that shirt. I wore it the first time I ever saw Nirvana live. <laughs> I got big plans for all this stuff. Hey, that's Jesse from Steel Stallion. He's a good dude. Mom's gonna date with him. He's a total dog. What happened to I will never date another musician? I know, this is the last one. Unless Lenny Kravitz calls me. Musicians are a bad idea, Mom. He'll only let you down like Dad did. See? <sighs> Thanks, honey. Ooh, this shirt would look really good with fringe. Where are the scissors? I gotta say, kinda hurt. It's another musician. It's not a big deal. It's just some mutual flirtation. I liked one of his songs like 15 years ago. Oh, not Love Spiral. That thing has no middle eight. I have no idea what that means, but I don't really like his new stuff. I'll just fake it. You can do that? Oh, yeah. That song is so good. Please, play it for me one more time. Okay. Wait, you never did that to me, did you? I guess we'll never know. So now we're back at home, and Punky is looking over pictures she took of that band. I forget their name. And she's asking Hannah's opinion, what she thinks of the guy. Like, oh, do you think he's cute? Because I have a date with him later. And even... Hannah's like, Mom, seriously, another musician. You know how they always lead to trouble. And also, how about finding someone who's got a good health plan or something? Uh. So Travis comes in with stuff for the rummage sale for Fenster Hall. And Punky tells him, well, you're a little late because that was earlier today. And he also tells Hannah and Punky about how these clothes 
are basically my life. There's a lot of history in them. <laughs> and Hannah holds up one of the, I don't know, I think it's a pair of shorts. Like, oh, wow, that is very sad. <laughs> and then she decides to, yeah, she pulls a Nine Inch Nails shirt out and asks Travis, like, hey, can I have this? It would look really good, you know, because Hannah designs clothes and stuff like that so she just rips off the front of it and then she pulls another shirt I'm not sure what's on it probably uh, a band shirt and says oh this would uh, look really good with fringe so hey Travis you said you didn't want that stuff you were going to part with it and now it's Hannah's taking them and doing what she wants with them and Travis tells Mikey, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you're dating another musician. That really hurts. And he finds out that she's going to go out on a date with Jesse from that band. Like, oh my gosh, he's a horrible guy. Don't, don't go out with him. Like, sure. One musician telling, oh, don't go out with that other musician. He's horrible. And I guess because Punky had their album back in the 90s and she only likes the guy's older stuff, but she said, I don't really care for his new stuff, so I'll just fake an interest. <laughs> That's basically the gist of that scene. Izzy comes in and she can't find her beanie, her gray beanie that she's been in since the pilot episode. And why that beanie is so important, because Hannah's like, well, I'll give you another hat if you need a hat. And she says, Izzy says, it's not just a hat, it's the, my dad's hat. He's wearing it in all the pictures I have of him. That's the thing, in the original Punky Brewster, we rarely, hardly at all, the only thing we knew about Punky's dad is he left when she was two years old. So probably not going to be a whole lot of remembering him. But Izzy, I think in this episode we do learn a little more about Izzy's dad. Maybe, I think maybe he might he might have passed away. Like he was sick and he might have passed away. I'm trying to remember from when I first saw this back in February of 2001. Or, I mean, 2021. So, but yeah, she's really broken up about it. And Punky says, don't worry. In the morning, we'll go down to Fencer Hall. We'll try to find your hat. And even Daniel says, oh, it's probably in Diego's room, maybe under his bed. But the thing is, when things go under Diego's bed, they don't come back the same. And Izzy even, like, turns to Travis, like, you probably took my hat. It's like, <laughs> no, Izzy, I didn't take your hat. And she says, yeah, that's exactly what someone who would take a hat would say. And then she does the, I'm watching, I'm watching you, keeping my eye on you. I cannot remember if they find the hat or not. They might find it. I think the dog had it. I can't remember. We'll find out together. My hat, it's gone. I can't find it anywhere. Your beanie? It was in my room last time I saw it. And now it's missing. If you need a hat, you can borrow one of mine. It's not just a hat. It's the last thing I remember my dad ever giving me. He's wearing it in all the pictures I have of him. It's not in our room. We looked everywhere. Except under Diego's bed. When stuff falls under there, 
it doesn't come back the same. <laughs> I can't believe it's gone. Maybe it got mixed up with the rummage sale stuff. We'll go to Fenster Hall first thing in the morning and look for it. I'm sure we'll find it. I hope so. Unless you have it. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Izzy, I didn't take your hat. Exactly what someone who stole a hat would say. I'm watching you. All right, so we're going to brush over this real quick. <laughs> With Punky and Cherry going after the club so she can hear that musician's band play and Cherry's girlfriend shows up and Punky is just completely turned off by this singer whose name I've forgotten already. <laughs> just shows how much I don't care about this plot. But yeah, she's turned off by his quote-unquote guitar face because he just looks really weird when he is making a weird face while he's playing and it's a complete and utter turn off so I'll play this and we'll get back to the Izzy plot get us out past 9 30 and on a weeknight are we party animals or what total party animals <laughs> you brought the earplugs right oh yeah and um I'm not going to the bathroom in this club either two bucks for sodas courtesy of the lady over there Oh, she is checking you out. Thanks for the drink, but I'm taken. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> hey, Lauren, how's it going? I'm so glad you made it. I almost didn't. I had to depose two witnesses and write up a brief. I love when you talk lawyer to me. Oh. <laughs> you want to dance? Yes. Pucky, you two, come on, show me your moves, girl. <laughs> Thank you all for coming tonight. This song goes out to a very cool girl with a very cool name, Punk. This music's not that bad. Kind of like it better when it's dedicated to me. Is he okay? No, worse. That's his guitar face. <clears throat> Alright, so it's the next day. Punky and Izzy return from Fenster Hall. No dice on finding Izzy's beanie hat. Uh, poor girl. Izzy flops down on the couch face first and says, I'll just lie here in my pain. Aww. Punky reassures Izzy, look, we didn't find it, but we're going to keep searching for it. And Diego, of course, doesn't help him. He's like, oh, I doubt that. That thing is probably long gone while he's playing on his phone. And Punky's like, come on. It's got to be around here somewhere. And Hannah says, all right, yeah, let's just keep looking. I figure if she came home with it, it's got to be in the apartment somewhere. Because where else is it going to be? Yeah, Diego sure did play some doubts in Izzy's head. Like, well, what if we don't find it? That was the only thing I have left of my dad. Oh, my gosh. Oh, kid. This breaks my heart. That's right. 
Punky brings up her doll Mai that she had lost. She says, I lost a doll that my mom gave me. And Punky tells Izzy how Henry went to the city dump, the city dump to find the doll and couldn't find it. She also doesn't say that Henry threw the, the doll away in the trash because he was tired of fixing it. Izzy asks, did he find her? And Punky says, no. And Izzy, why would you tell me that? Like, I don't want to hear that story. And Punky says, even though I didn't get the doll back, I didn't need it to remember my mom. And Punky says, I still think about her every day, even though I don't talk to her. Well, that's the thing, though. Punky's mom is alive. Punky's mom even tried contacting her and reaching out in the pilot episode. I don't know if Izzy's dad is even alive. I thought that he had gotten sick and possibly passed away. I'm trying to think whether they talk about that in this in a few minutes or later in the episode. So Punky gets up, says, I want to show you something. And she goes over to this cabinet and takes out a keepsake box. So I think we're going to get some OG Punky stuff coming out of that box. As she takes the top off the box, Punky says, this is where I keep things that are important to me. The box is filled with a lot of stuff. Punky pulls out her Cubs cap from Punky Brewster Season 1 when they went to the baseball game, the Cubs game. When uh, the Cubs were in the playoffs. You know, it's sad that Henry, I don't believe Henry got to see uh, the Cubs win the World Series. But Punky decides to give the hat to Izzy. And Punk, uh, Izzy can't believe it. She looks at Punky and says, are you serious? And Punky says, it's very special to me and so are you. Here we thought we had a tender moment. Izzy says, thanks, but I'm a Sox fan. Oh, burn. We're trying to have a tender moment. I get it. A Cubs hat that means a lot to Punky isn't going to have the same. It's not really going to mean a whole lot to Izzy as far as it's. It just it feels like a. A band-aid on a wound or something like that. It just, it's almost, I guess you could even call it a placeholder until she finds her her own hat. I mean, it's a nice gesture. Very much, very much is. I love that. I love that Punky wants to give that to Izzy. Punky says, but the Cubs are the city's team. And Izzy says, yeah, well, the White Sox are the people's team. Oh, <laughs> good, great, good. He says, so sign! And Brandy, the dog, who is just noticed it's just sitting there, where did the dog come from? See, that's another thing. Brandon in the original series was so much a part of the show, like he was in every episode, and Punky treated him more than just a dog that was her best friend aside from Jerry and 
They're always dressing him up and everything like that. And it's just, they really don't do much with the dog. I mean, you see, the dog gets less screen time than Izzy gets screen time, uh, screen time on top of the three kids and Cherry's pot. They get screen time. See, there's so much going on. There is not room to develop the character of Izzy. Because we got the three other kids we got to focus on half the time, too. And, again, mini rant, I don't think we needed to have three kids. They're good actors. There's nothing wrong with them. But there's just too many things, too many people, too many, not enough show, too many people, not enough show, basically, is what I'm saying. It's, I mean, like I said, the first two after the pilot episodes were focused on Hannah, a character that I honestly could care less about. Again, it's nothing on the actress. It's the character. I don't really, and I'm not saying that because I'm a 40-year-old. She's not likable. She might have a 1% of when she's nice to Izzy, but that's pretty much it. And we knew that Punky was also going to adopt children. She and Travis actually did have Hannah, so she has one biological child. But then, you know, the other two kids and everything. I mean, and we knew that being the premise of Henry adopting Punky, that yes, as Punky got older, I bet anything, you know, we'd see Punky with, you know, adopted kids, and that's cool and everything like that. But it just, and then you throw Izzy into the mix to try to fit in with the OG Punky Brewster storyline, and it's just, there's not enough show. There's not enough time in the show. There's not enough episodes in the show. I mean, ten episodes for a season is not bad, but she just, Izzy to me did not get enough screen time. And honestly, neither did the dog. I wanted more scenes with Brandy. I wanted a Brandon version of Brandy. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Punky says, oh, I'm with you, Brandy. Northside! Oh, but Izzy is just, uh, she doesn't have her hat. That means the world to her. She says, Izzy says, oh, I don't have my special hat, so I'll take this lame one. Well, sweetie, don't take it at all. You don't have to take it. In fact, maybe she shouldn't. I mean, I know it's not a replacement for the hat she lost, but, and I know she's a kid, but just don't take the hat then. You don't want it, don't take it. I don't think she's gonna, her feelings aren't gonna be hurt. They might a little be, but, uh, it'll be fine. Izzy puts the hat on, and there's a knock at the door, she goes to open it, it's Travis, and he's like, oh, hey, nice hat! And Izzy says, don't patronize me. Are you lost? Did you find the hat? I'll just lie here in my pain. Guess not. It wasn't at Fenster Hall, but we're going to keep searching. We'll find it. Doubt it. That day's probably long gone. Diego! It's got to be around here somewhere. Yeah, let's keep looking. Is it really gone? We're not giving up. But what if we don't find it? That was the only thing I had left to my dad. When I was about your age, I lost the doll that my mother gave me. I was so upset that Henry went to the city dump to try to find her. Did he find her? No. 
song for Punky, get her opinion on it. Hannah comes in with the jean jacket that Travis let her have, you know, his clothes that he was donating to the rummage sale, even though the rummage sale was over. And she's like, hey dad, check out the jacket. I distressed it. And he takes one look and he says, you destroyed it. Hannah walks away, doesn't seem faced by it. And Punky tells Travis, you need to take an interest in our daughter's interests because she's into fashion and you really need to support her interests. And Travis says, do we really? Hey, guy, if you wanted to, you should have just hold, held on to those clothes if they're that much part of you. Well, you see where Diego gets that. Right, Quinny? Yep. Travis tries out this song. Punky says she loves it. He's like, ha, 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 ha. No. I wrote that song in five seconds about car stuff and boat stuff. And he says, you did fake it with me when it came to telling me you liked my music when you really didn't. And she's like, no, just your email phase. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for protecting my feelings during that difficult time. Okay, I, oh, I gotta know. The area where the closet used to be, right? That looks like a bed or a day bed. Is that where someone sleeps? I thought that was like a dog bed for the dog. Or it just looks like a place for somebody to chill out and read a book. Or listen to music or, or whatever. Punky tells Travis, like, hey, you don't gotta worry about, uh... I already forgot his name. She just said it. <laughs> saying the guy's got a terrible guitar face so it's like yeah you don't need to worry about this and Travis says oh it's so nice that we're in a place where we can talk about our new relationships and Punky says really and Travis says no I can fake it too <laughs> hey listen I need your opinion on the new song I'm working on oh, hey doc check out your old jacket I distressed it you destroyed it he loves it You know how much she loves fashion. We need to support our kids' interests. Do we? <laughs> All right. Tell me what you think of this. 
Fasten your seatbelt and batten the hatches. I'm pulling up anchor and punching the gas. Cause I got a niche I just can't scratch. Yeah, I got a niche I just can't scratch. It's beautiful. I love it. Aha! Faker! That was a test. I wrote that in like five seconds. It had car stuff mixed with boat stuff. It's about jock itch. You did fake it with me. Not every time, just your emo face. Actually, thank you for protecting my feelings during that difficult time. So, could Jesse tell you were faking it? Of course not. I am the master. But if it makes you feel any better, Jesse has a terrible guitar face. You know, I'm really glad we're in a place where we can openly discuss our new relationships. Really? No. See? I can fake it too. I'm not going to bother with this next clip. It's just Punky telling Jesse she doesn't want to see him. So, like, eh, I decided we're better off just keeping this a professional. I'm the photographer and you're the artist. There you go. I just, I don't care, so. So now we're back at the house, the apartment, and we're in the kitchen. We got Diego and Daniel. Hannah comes in with a little brown bag, and Diego asks Hannah, did you get the kangaroo? And Hannah says, you told me to get a hat. And Diego tells her it's the code word, kangaroo. Oh, so that way Izzy doesn't figure it out. And when Diego says it's the code word, Hannah says, oh yeah, I forgot about that because it's dumb. And Diego, did you see how bummed Izzy was when she was wearing that Cubs hat? So did they find a gray beanie that's similar to what Izzy wore? It looks like it. And Hannah says, she looked almost as depressed as a real Cubs fan. Oh, come on. They were won the World Series at that point. That's enough. So Daniel asks, how do we give it the old and worn-in look? So it'll look like Izzy's. And Hannah says, you know, I'm all good when it comes to distressing clothing and stuff like that. But with this, we may need a professional. So Diego says, <clears throat> give me the hat. So he puts it in a Ziploc bag. He's putting random stuff in there, like shaking Parmesan and then putting other stuff in there. Oh, good golly. That hat is going to have an odor. Diego turns to Daniel and says, I'm going to need one of your socks. And Daniel just looks at him like, what? Why? Like, just trust me on this. Oh, no, not a sock. Come on, guys. Just give her the hat. You don't gotta make it smell weird. Next, Diego takes a hammer and then he takes the hat in the Ziploc bag and stomps on it. And Daniel says I to Hannah, I've never seen him put this much effort into anything. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's frizzy, so. Oh, the hat wasn't even in the Ziploc bag when he was stepping on it. Oh my gosh. And then he picks it up and he sniffs it. He says, it's done. Oh, did you get the kangaroo? What? The kangaroo? You told me to get a hat. It's the code word. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that because it's dumb. 
Did you see how bummed she was when that Cubs hat? She looked almost as depressed as a real Cubs fan. Well, how do we make it look old and dirty like Izzy's? I'm good with distressing stuff, but we may need a professional. <clears throat> Give me that. in the chair with the cubs head on but it's got like a white piece of paper over the cubs logo and says socks and <laughs> funky says oh i think it looks good on you and izzy says my head feels like it's on fire then hannah diego and daniel come in and say oh look what we found and izzy says my hat I would think this would make them feel guilty because they're tricking her into thinking that's her own hat. And she says, I can't believe it. Thank you so much. And Izzy says to the hat, I really thought I'd never see you again. Oh, come on, guy. Why did you have to do this? And Punky asks, where'd you guys find it? And Diego, uh, Daniel says, under my bed, as Diego says, uh, at the airport. Huh, huh. Hannah tries to rush herself and the guys out. Like, guys, it, it doesn't matter. Let's just give Izzy and her hat some alone time. Izzy's going to know that it's not her dad's hat. And Punky says, see, Izzy, miracles do happen. And Izzy turns to Punky and says, boy, are you naive. And Punky asks, what? And Izzy says, I mean, it's super nice how they got me a new hat and made it look like my old one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they put effort into it. And Izzy says, but my hat has my dad's name written on the inside. And Punky sits down in the chair next to Izzy and says, I'm sorry, Izzy. I knew how much that hat, I know how much that hat meant to you. And Izzy says, it's okay. Now this hat means a lot to me too. So it's kind of like with Henry getting Punky that new doll that she calls Henrietta. <laughs> so it's like, I'm sorry I couldn't find your old doll, but here's a new doll that I'm giving you, so. And Izzy says, other than my dad, nobody has done anything like this for me. Wow, and that probably includes her mom, too. And Punky says, I'm not surprised. They love you. Aww. And she adds, "We all, they love you. We all do, kiddo. Yes, it's just, ah, uh, she's such a part of that family now. And it's just so sweet. And she's... Izzy hugs her at Funky and says, right back at you, kid. Oh! Brandy! Oh, so underneath that platform bed, which used to be a closet, there's a doggy door. What does that say? Brandy's house, but it's spelled H-A-U-S. 
Brandy comes out with Izzy's original hat. Yay! Right, Quinny? Yep. <laughs> and like, if it's about a dog, I don't care. Punky says, oh, it looks like he was using it as a chew toy. Or maybe he was teaching us all a lesson about letting go. And she says, eh, I'm going with a chew toy. And Izzy asks Punky, can I keep both hats? He's like, of course you can. Yes. Oh, that's so sweet. And Izzy says, that way when I wear them, I can think about my dad and I can think about you guys. This is so sweet. I love this. It is so sweet. And Punky says, that's the nice thing about life. We can hold on to our old memories and make room for the new. Hold on to our old memories while creating new ones. There you go. Izzy puts her dad's hat on her head and says, perfect fit. And Punky says, just like you. I think it looks good on you. I feel like my head's on fire. Look what we found. My hat. I can't believe it. Thank you so much. I really thought I'd never see you again. Where'd you guys find it? Under my the airport. Bed. Come on, guys, let's give Izzy and her hat some alone time. See, miracles do happen. Boy, are you naive. What? I mean, it's super nice how they got me a new hat and made it look like my old one, but my hat has my dad's name written on the inside. I'm sorry, Izzy. I know how much that hat meant to you. It's okay. Now this hat means a lot to me, too. Other than my dad, nobody has ever done anything like this for me. I'm not surprised. They love you. We all do, kiddo. Right back at you, kiddo. <laughs> what have you got there, Brandy? My hat! It looks like he was using it as a chew toy. Or maybe he was trying to teach us a lesson about letting go. I'm going with chew toy. Can I keep both hats? Of course. Great. That way, when I wear them, I can think about my dad and I can think about you guys. That's the nice thing about life. We can hold on to our old memories while creating new ones. Perfect fit. Just like you. So now Punky can take her Cubs hat as she takes the socks white sticker off the front of it. And puts it back in her keepsake box. Okay, that's better. Yeah. Because that is very important to Punky. I'm curious as to what all else is in that keepsake box. We will never find out. So Travis comes back in, asks if the kids are up, and Punky says, no, they're all asleep. Travis wants to steal some of his old clothes back from Hannah. See, dude, you never should have given them away. He wants to get his 9-inch nail shirt back and punky says oh you mean this one hannah decorated a throw pillow that is adorable and travis goes over and takes the throw pillow and says yeah that would be the one i'm gonna cry into this later probably <laughs> so travis asks punky how was your date with jesse jesse says i'm not really uh i wasn't feeling it I think I'm moving out of my musician phase and moving into my punky phase. 
Which is, uh, maybe she doesn't have to go out and date. Maybe she can just uh, hang out at home with the kids and work on, you know, herself or whatever. Keep her options open, but... Yeah. What do you think, Quinn? Travis asks Punky what she means by that. She says, well, I thought if you get over his music, then pass his guitar face, then pass his kiss face. And then Punky says, and then I realize I shouldn't have to get past anything. I'm past that. And Travis asks, are you sure? And Punky says, yeah, I'm done accepting things that aren't right for me. Right for me. He says, I need more than a hot guy with a guitar. Yeah, you need a stable co-parent adult. So Travis says he ran into Jesse at Lincoln Hall, and Jesse says to Travis, apparently he thinks that Punky still has feelings for Travis. Well, he is her ex-husband, and they did ha they have three kids together, so. And Punky says, well, that is funny because I don't. Apparently Punky said that because she was trying to spare Jesse's feelings, which teach their own. And Punky says, I said it so I don't have to go out with him again. And Travis says, whatever you say. It's like, yeah, I think Travis thinks that Punky may still have feelings for him. Which, I don't know. I think, you know, they are going to explore that a little bit. Which is fine. Punky says, yeah, it is whatever I say. So Izzy comes out and then Travis notices she's wearing her hat. Like, hey, you found your hat. And Izzy says, yep, you're off the hook for now. I love Travis and Izzy. They are so fun together. They really are. And Punky asks Izzy, oh, what are you still doing up? And Izzy says, I know how bummed you are that someone else bought my turkey. And Izzy says, so I made this for you. Oh, Izzy, should you make another turkey? A turkey hand? Oh, that is so cute. Punky says, oh, I love... It's a her, right? Right. <laughs> I'll put it on the fridge where the old one was. Aww. And Travis says, hey, that's really beautiful. Do you think I could have one? And <laughs> Izzy says, I'm an artist, not a machine. <laughs> I'm like, I can make you one, but it's going to be a bit. <laughs> Izzy goes back to the bedroom she shares with Hannah, and Travis says, I, I like her. You know, I'm surprised you let Izzy sell her artwork. Yeah, he says, I'm surprised you let Izzy sell her artwork at the rummage sale. You can't get rid of anything the kids make for you. Funky gets up and gets, yeah, she was the one that bought Izzy's drawing. <laughs> you should know me better than that. And she pulls up the original and says, best five bucks I ever spent. Aww. Izzy comes back into the living room. I knew it. steal some of my clothes back from Hannah. I missed my nine-inch nail shirt. Uh, you mean this one? That'd be the one. Oh man. I'm gonna cry into this later. So, how was your date with Jesse? You know, I just wasn't feeling it. Hannah was right. I'm moving past my musician phase, and I'm moving into my punky phase. What does that mean exactly? I thought I could get over his music, then past his guitar phase, then his kiss phase. Then I realized I shouldn't have to get past anything. I'm past that. Are you sure? Yeah. 
I'm done accepting things that aren't right for me. I need more than a hot guy with a guitar. <laughs> That's funny because I was at Lincoln Hall earlier and ran into Jesse, and he said, you still have feelings for me. That is funny because I don't. I was saying that to spare his feelings. Okay. I said it so I don't have to go out with him again. Whatever you say. Yeah. It is whatever I said. Hey, you found your hat. Yep, you're off the hook. For now. What are you still doing up? I know how bummed you were that somebody else bought my turkey, so I made this for you. Oh, I love her. I'll put her right on the fridge where the old one was. Thanks, Izzy. Hey, you know, that's really beautiful. You think I could have one? I'm an artist, not a machine. I really like her. You know, I'm surprised you let Izzy sell her artwork at the rummage sale. You can't get rid of anything the kids make for you. You should know me better than that. Best five bucks I've ever spent. I knew it. All right, so that was the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. I think as far as for the Brandon Tailwag rating of the episode, or Brandon slash Brandy Tailwag of the episode, I am going to give this one a 3 out of 5 Brandon Tailwag, which for me is pretty average. So I knocked off two Tailwags because I was not interested in the Jesse punky plot. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change my rating. Do four out of five Brandon Brandy tail wags. So really, that was the only issue that I really, I didn't care about was the punky Jesse dating thing. But as far as I, I loved how the kids helped get a, another hat that looks similar to Izzy's old one. And I loved when Punky was going to give, gave Izzy her Cubs hat that Henry gave her. I, I loved at the rummage sale how Diego could not part with his stuff. So he kept like putting more and more shirts on, <laughs> clothes on. And of course, I, I thought it was cute with Izzy selling, like, let me handle this. I'm a pro at this. <laughs> Just getting people there to buy the stuff. I just, I thought that was really, overall, I love the episode. Just not a big fan of the, hopefully we can kind of be done with the whole punky dating. Cause she's already dated slash went on two dates in just five episodes alone. So punky principle for this episode is just be honest with yourself. And is one thing, especially when it comes to, Punky being honest with, like, if you don't want to date the guy, don't feel you you have to. And she realized that lesson at the end. But also, I guess the other punky principle could just be, don't try to fool someone and get a knockoff version of something they lost them. And I mean, their heart was in the right place, but it's just, I can see how Punky, re or how Izzy reacted to it. 
And I mean, she knew it was not her dad's hat, but I think she was doing that for their sake. But even still, it's like, come on. <laughs> maybe <laughs> if we'd have known that the dog liked to take things, maybe they should have checked out Brandy's hiding spot and they would have found the hat. But it was a cool reveal at the end. I really liked it. So, all right. So for the first episode of January 2023, I'll be covering season one, episode six, The Look of Daniel, which aired on February 25th, 2021. Punky and Travis wonder about Daniel's gender identity and Izzy is obsessed with WWE. Also, because there is an adorable comparison with... This episode and Bye Bye My from season one of Punky Brewster, I am going to play the clip towards the end when Henry tries to fool Punky into thinking he found her doll because he's got the doll's head wrapped in gauze and everything like that. And Punky says, it's a nice doll, but it's not mine. And Henry says, why does that doll mean so much to you? What's so important about that doll? And Punky says, because it's the last thing my mom ever gave to me. So I want to play that clip. I hope you all have a great rest of the year since it's December. surgeon in the world, the one that fixed up Ken and Barbie when they had their yachting accident. Where is she? Right in here. Straight from the recovery room. And we're going to be the first ones to see her. I'll take the bandages off so we can see what a good job he did. Exactly the same kind as mine, and I thought, 
that you'd like her just as much. She may look the same, but she's just not mine. Why is that beat-up old doll so important to you? Because my mom gave her to me. One last thing, I am taking time off to pre-record the final episodes of season one, and those will go up starting in early to mid-April, and then we'll follow through, so the season one finale, the series finale of the new Punky Brewster will end on Sunday, on Mother's Day, so... Again, I hope you have a happy holidays, happy new year in 2023, and again, I'll see you in April. All right. Bye-bye, everyone.